This is the Father Matters Show with your host, Vance Sims. Father Matters is committed to building stronger, healthier communities by supporting, encouraging, and enlightening today's fathers and families. And now, your host, Vance Sims. Welcome to the Father Matters Show. I'm your host, Vance Sims. Thank you for joining us on Faith Talk 1360 KPXQ. If you missed last week's show, I want you to go to our archive shows. And our archive shows are at blogtalkradio.com, soundcloud.com. Go to the Father Matters website or go to the Father Matters Facebook. We shared a segment that I was telling you it was called Real Men, Real Talk. And Lewis is one of the guys, that's not his real name, he, he shared his personal testimony of love, relationships, court systems, abandonment, everything. And just like I knew it, all this week, phone calls have been blowing up. We've got emails from all over the country. So what I want to do is continue real men, uh, uh, real men, real talk. But we're going to go a little bit more deeper. And my special guest was uh, Dr. Gill. That's G. Dr. Gill, my friend Jay Harden, who's been on the show in the past. And I want you to share this show. I want you to tell people about this show. And, and if this is something you can relate to or someone you know, we've got to bring up the awareness of what people are going through. So this, again, is a closed session uh, at a Father's Father Matters support group for men. And for more information about that, go to fathermatters.org. I want you to hear what goes on in a support group for men with Father Matters. And I want you to hear the hearts of real men. Gil, not the Dr. Gil, my engineer Gil. Let's roll that tape. In a healthy adult, a healthy woman, that strikes something that's beautiful. But to a woman who's angry and destructive. And bitter. Yeah. Um, that's a source of envy. And, and uh, the, the torture of you involves her sort of satisfying. Her. And I would never get her, let her have the satisfaction of ever seeing me like this. Never. Because I know that's what's going on. That's right. I know it. Yeah. And I will never let her have the satisfaction of ever seeing me weak yeah. like this. That's why you come here. Yeah. Get it you, all out yeah. here, man. You've got I part. Don't, I don't ever share this with no one. Yeah. Well, this is why you need yeah. to be here because, you know, we, that's the problem. We don't. I mean, what happens? We start drinking. We start smoking. <laughs> we start yeah. self-destructing because, you know, we try to, try to medicate. Very you know. easy to get off track, boy, with something like this. You've, you've, got, you've got some very, uh, very powerful positions, some powerful things going on relative to your situation that I think you probably that are favorable to you that I think you probably don't see but you need you need some allies you need allies I do yeah. and that's why I'm here that's and I'm realizing now after so many years going through the battle of getting yeah. my children is that yeah. I do need allies I need yeah. resources people to help me out that's right and let me tell you one thing right now. You're not the first guy or the last guy to break down at a workshop or at a, at a men's group meeting. We do this all over the country, <laughs> I man. I didn't expect this. I'm, I'm just telling you that it's, it's completely natural and healthy, as Dr. Gill will tell you. And you're not the first one, and, you, and we've heard stories that are even worse than yours, man. But you know what? You stay connected because we, we care about you, and we want to help you because we want your kids to have you. And it'll happen. Man. It'll happen. It's just, you know, it'll take a little time. But don't be one of these guys that comes one night and then we don't see him for six months <laughs> and they wonder why they're in the same situation they've been in. Exactly. You know? mm-hmm. And I'm thinking of one guy in particular, that friend of ours from New York, I won't sure. mention his name, sure. 
but was coming for a while. And then four years later, he comes back, and he's still as mad as he ever was, and he still hasn't had his kid overnight, and he's still just ready to, you know, take on the courts with his bare hands. Yeah, you know? I, I guess I would, I would um, support the idea that we all share that sorrow, that, you know, that depth of sorrow that there aren't any words for. And there isn't. It's just yeah. you try your best to, to, yeah. to explain those feelings. And we've all experienced that. Words. We know exactly what that feels like. Yeah. It's and beyond the words, and I know you guys feel it. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. <laughs> no, that's There's good. Absolutely You're sharing no something about it. To be apologizing, because this is what we're here for, bro. This is exactly why we're here. Most individuals, most individuals involved with the family court system, most practitioners, and you brought this up before, Vance, are not conscious of the fact that this is really what is at the core of men <laughs> and what it is they want and they're seeking relative to their children. That all the characterizations and mischaracterizations uh, get fed off by the court systems and whatever else. And at the core out of 99% of the men who are in this situation, this is, these are the motivational kind of factors that are actually going on. And there's no resource, there's no support for men in these situations. And the court will do everything in its power to make sure it remains like that because the court system is a huge yes. machine. I'm seeing that a lot too. It, if, if it offered stock, I'd be the first one in line. <laughs> okay? It is a huge, strong. It is a huge machine. And it will make sure oh, no man. one, nothing, no organization or anything will mess with what they have because they are a clique that in their mind is unbreakable. But we're coming at them, and we're coming after them, and we're going to change this game one father at a time. Thank you for saying that, Vance. That, that's a sentiment that I feel and that a lot of people feel. And hopefully this is where it starts. Yeah. This is where it starts. Most definitely. Yes. Okay. Yeah. One, one down at a time. You, you can't expect... Uh, Rome wasn't built in a day, as they say. That's right. And, you know, it's going to be one dad at a time. And every dad that we can help and pluck out of that yeah. system and get his, his children back, I mean, that's If there just... was ever a, a sex discrimination in the United States, it would be the, the discrimination against males who are fathers in the family court system. Mm -hmm. No question in my mind. And, and we really need to come together in agreement with and understand that there is a battle for the father to be removed from the home throughout the country. And yes. until enough yes. people wake up and realize this yes. and stop punking out and be afraid yes. to talk about this. Yeah. That's yeah. why I, I'm fighting so hard. Because let me tell you something, brother. Man. Let me tell you something. We are building malls. We are building one more thing. Two biggest things that we're building. It's malls and prisons. You understand? And the prisons and the court systems are on the same team. That's right. And as long as Lewis, I can keep you as the government or whatever <laughs> out of the out of your your children's lives. Okay, because it's set up like this. If you kick that man out of the home, right. we will take care of you. That's right. They don't need a father. You don't need a husband. That's right. Come, we, we will give you food stamps, we will give you cash, we will give you some milk and some cheese. Let us take care of you. Because there is a huge battle against the breakdown of the family. That's right. The number one, whatever the, you want to call it, enemy or whatever you want to call it, That's right. 
It is to remove every father from the family. Period. And we need some more voices. That is very true. That says that's not going to happen. We're, you mean to tell me we're building multi-million dollar baseball parks? Multi, and we're like clapping, yay! And another mall went up, yay! Another prison went up. Yeah, that's where these idiots belong. Okay? But there's what's going on for the men of this country, for the fathers of this country, the men who are walking wounded. That's right. Because related to what I was saying, at least in psychological levels and, and vulnerability, you cannot fracture a child's psyche, see, without fracturing the family. And you can't do that unless you remove the father, eliminate the father from the family system. There's no other way to fracture that nuclear family. And without that, uh, it can't be exploited. The, the, the predator, predation of their family can't occur. Mm -hmm. So it is an evil, and it's at a spiritual level. It is level. most definitely uh, an evil. And I've been taking it head on, and I get exhausted, I get burnt out. Sometimes I scrape my knees, but I'm going to keep getting up. And with one father at a time, one city at a time, we're going to take this country back. And, I mean, we're going to take it back. I mean, it's going to be, it, it's a war out there. It is a battle. Because too many of us, you know, this, this, the, the, we're asking the school systems and, and, and the juvenile system to do what fathers used to do. That's right. And we're asking the court systems in the prisons to do what parents used to do. That's right. Instead of going to the father, let's go to the youth authorities. Instead of going to the parents, let's go to two correctional facilities. That's right. You understand? And, and there was a time when the father did his job. There was a time when parents did their job. That's right. And what we're finding, Vance, more and more are men like Lewis who are trying to do the right thing and they're getting pumping into that roadblock of the court system. And what makes me so darn mad is not just that Lewis is suffering, but are the kids out there that are suffering from not seeing their, their dads. And, you know, and we all know the statistics about how children need their dads, especially in the early teenage years. Jay, yeah. Lewis is the father of two beautiful young girls. How in the world can them beautiful little girls know how to carry themselves in a relationship with a man in a dating situation, right. in a work environment, without saying, wait a minute, is this guy harassing me? Or is this guy treating me like a woman? Is this guy being perverted or is this guy uh, giving me compliments? There's some things that a mother can't do and there's some things that a father can't do. But together we can do them both. It's funny how you say that because I always hear, I have to hear, no, I don't have to hear it, but it's always being said from the mom, I'm going to raise my kids to be lesbian. You know, I'm like, wait a minute. Give them, let, let them decide on that on their own. I have nothing against whether they want to be heterosexual or lesbian. But don't try to demand or try to control their lives as well. And demand and say that you're going to change the mentality into thinking that they want to be lesbian. You can't do that to a child. And I would it's, think that that's one of her weapons against you trying right. to you know, uh, control you. And I would say to all that stuff today on whatever she says, just let it go by you because what's going to happen is you're going to continue your, your fight here and you're going to get the custody you need of your kids. And then your influence on them is going to override all the stuff that she's telling you or trying to feed them because they're going to watch you by your actions. And they're going to make their own decisions and they're going to, they're going to cling to you and get the fathering, the loving 
uh, fathering that they need from you. And so all those little things she's saying, all those little games she's playing, they're going to go by the wayside because your kids are going to get older and they're going to see what's going on with their own eyes. So you, you basically got to keep your nose to the grindstone and focused and supported and go through that court stuff and get your, your rights back, you know, and then deal with your kids, you know. Well, now that I know my rights, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And that comment, now, I'm speaking for me, that whole ammunition behind that comment of what Lucius X said is straight spiritual. Right. That is a spiritual warfare Demonic, crazy, deep thing. And right. that's another thing, too, that I wish that you go do is make the efforts. Whatever you do, go find out your rights before you even try anything to see. Go. go find out. One question I had now if his name is not on the birth certificate, can he get his name on there? Yes. But he has After to prove it. Oh, if he has, she, so he has to have a paternity test. says that yeah. he's not the father. Oh, okay. It, I think in the courts, I think yeah. they just automatically do it. Okay. But that's only if you also ask for it. Yeah. Darren, go, go ahead and share. Oh, wow. Hi. No, I was lucky because my ex-wife premeditated and divorced and all that. But you can um, you definitely want to ask for that and make sure you know, go by test and all that. Oh, yeah. Uh, um, now, I, was, I talked to uh, my lawyer up here like last week, and he said that they, do, they don't do blood tests here. Right. You can go to Kaiser, and I think it's an actual saliva test, because I actually looked into it for my child. I was pretty confident if my daughter was my daughter, but, you know, wanted to make, rule it out just in case. And uh, I think it's a saliva test. They do it for both of you. Yeah, they swab your mouth or something, right? Yeah. Can you actually do it with alcohol? Yeah. I've got that done. I guess the theme is, is don't give up <laughs> exactly. the cause. Exactly. Know? And it's easy enough to do. It's easy enough to sink into the discouragement and the depression. Then let me just answer, talk about that because we have guys in our workshops, and I can remember guys back in, in Maryland and other states that we've done them sure. that were in your situation <clears throat> 10, 15 years ago, and they did turn around and just walk away because they didn't, couldn't go through the fight for whatever reason. And now they're trying to reconnect, and they wonder why their kids don't want to have anything to do with them and stuff like that and i don't want to see my kids go through that and they won't you know because you're you you're doing what you need to do and that's uh as hard as it gets you know you you just need to stay it's interesting that that if you look at it in the terms you're talking about relative to um, government and systems and the demonic um, the extent to which the authority of the father the authority actual authority of the biological father is so eroded. It's such a threat to something. See? Mm-hmm. This spiritual authority that only the biological father has represents such a threat. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Well, the coolest thing I've run across is I think I've got four or five sources now that all say the same thing, basically. The children themselves say they want parents, they want to be equal. They want to have equal access to both their parents. And I mean, who wouldn't want to know their father? Right. And especially, you know, it's not harmful. Mm-hmm. You want to have equal access to both parents. I've actually been looking at some information lately that's um, constitutional basis for equal equal parenting, equal custody, and that nothing else <coughs> will satisfy all the legal tests that the courts will put you will put it through, except for equal access to both parents. As soon as you start deviating from that, you start taking from one parent and giving to the other parent. 
and that's corrupt. That's right. That's interesting because if you look at this in terms of psychology and you look at this in terms of research and everything that we know, that's absolutely true. If you look at it in terms of what infants and children need developmentally. Mm -hmm. If you compromise one of those, you're going to run into psychopathology. You're going to run into disturbances and problems. Infants and children really need both of those, and those are biological as well as psychological systems that are critical for their development. In other words, if they're not provided, you can't just go back five years later and sort of redo it. These are critical windows of time that children have relative to their parents. You know, I made that argument in court last week, and the judge, I don't know, maybe I took it wrong, but I looked him in the eye and I said, look, I got a constitutional right to, to equal access to my daughter, and she has a right to equal access to me. And he looked me in the eye with like a nod of agreement or understanding, because if you're going to make that argument, if you're going through the courts, which I am right now, you have to make that argument early on, and you have to make it repeatedly. Because if you don't, when you come back on appeal, they'll say, well, you never said anything about constitutional, you know, 14th Amendment protections. So you have to make it early and you know often. Look at me, and he could tell that I'm not going to budge. I'm asking for something that's reasonable. I'm presenting about five different ways we can go about it. I give him my ex-wife plenty of scheduling options, but she's got to pick one. And you know, if she wants us to go through an assessment and then eventual maybe evaluation and maybe a trial. But I think the judge knows what I'm asking for is reasonable and within the law. Whoa. Are you going through this right now, too? Yeah. Sure am. I have it on the 10th. On the 10th? Next case. What's the next step for you? <sighs> Trying to get them back. Get the kids back? For this, even to get visitation. And I'm, now at this point, I'm so fed up with going through this yo-yo routine that I'd rather just have full custody and have them all in my life. Yeah. You know, the thing is... From what I've read and what I've seen, and my ex-wife may psychologically, you know, there's reason to believe she might be a borderline personality or, you know, some deficiency there. But I still think the right thing for my daughter is equal access to both oh, of course. I can balance it out. And I think when parents get into that intention or desire to have sole custody, it becomes almost a punishment to the other parent, whether you mean to or not. I think that's what we're doing. I think equal custody, unless the parent is a threat to the child. I think that's probably the best way to go about it. So kids want. Isn't borderline considered a threat to the child? Yeah, that's what I've been told, but I, you know, I, I don't want to overdo it, and I don't want to ruin the mother. But I want my child, my daughter. To have yeah, because you want to be able to have your child also look at your mom <coughs> or the mother in a, in a good way, of course. Yeah, because taking her away from her mother would be just as wrong as if her mother was to take her away from me. You know, even if her mother is deficient in some areas. That was another situation, too, that never came to court because the investigation was never reported. And that's how I got to see my daughter at one time when she was taken away from me as uh, the daycare person called me and thought that I was abusing my child. found out that the mother was, and I had her reported to this county. When I had finally gotten back six months later to court to even get to see my child again, there was no report. So I couldn't bring it into case. So there are concerns, but also I don't want to destroy the reputation and the vision that my children have for their mom as well. So, and I don't know what that is, but 
to me, it's, hopefully it's still good. So. You're listening to the Father Matters Show with Vance Sims. And you're listening to an open live group of men sharing their hearts at a Father Matters support group. We'll be back after this message. Hi, this is Vance Sims, host of the Father Matters Show. Would you consider partnering with us? Father Matters is a nonprofit ministry that's listener-supported and relies on donations and grants. All funds raised go directly to Father Matters Mentoring Programs for Families, which means that your donation will help important projects that service children and families. For more information about partnering with us, log on to fathermatters.org and click the Donate to Father Matters icon. Together, let's build stronger, healthier communities by supporting, encouraging, and enlightening today's fathers and families. Father Matters presents Boot Camp for New Dads. Come learn the basics of infant care and dad's important role in a baby's life. For more information about the Father Matters Boot Camp for New Dads, visit fathermatters.org. Topics include father's health before and after birth, postpartum care, supporting mom's needs after birth, and much, much more. Boot Camp for New Dads. For more information, visit fathermatters.org. And we're back. We just did two weeks in a row of, uh, I call it Real Men, Real Talk. Uh, I just want you to hear what some of the men are going through out there, but at the same time, how men can come together to support each other. So if you're going through any of these situations, don't do life on your own. Don't take the law in your own hand, regardless of what city, state that you're in. Reach out for help. Reach out to Father Matters, you know, log on to fathermatters.org for information. And maybe we can try to give you some information about groups or churches, ministries or organizations in your city. Um, also, but um, if you're here in Arizona, log on to fathermatters.org. We got a, a man talk workshop coming up in October. Log on to that. Get information about that. Log into the support group. If you're needing help with child support issues, anything that you need. Give us the opportunity to say that we can help or we can't help. But if we can't help you, we have partners. We have community partners. We have churches that we partner with that can probably give you some great resources. So, again, the reason why I wanted to do this two-week series and bring this out is to let you know how we are helping men, doing life with men. And if you ever uh, could, we would love for you to partner with Father Matters, help us out with the ministry uh, we get calls from all over the country about how can we start Father Matters chapters in this city, in this state. And it's hard. You know, we, 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 we're very small staff, but we get calls from groups and agencies to say, can you come? Can you come present? Can you speak at our program, speak at our organization, at our events, at our churches? Also, I wrote three books, uh, Man Talk, 12 Must Have Life-Changing Conversations Between Men, uh, the book that started it all is uh, Dear Nathan and Young Man's Journey to Fatherhood. My personal uh, uh, testimony of why I even started Father Matters over 18 years ago. 
and another book my wife and I wrote called Brokenness Produces Pearls. You know, your brokenness can produce a pearl. Your mess can become a message. You can reach out to people, you can heal, and you can help. So log on to Father Matters, and all proceeds of those book sales go right back to Father Matters. So I want to thank you for listening to Father Matters, and and send us your questions, send us your comments, and uh, let us know how we can help you, okay? So see you next week at the same time, same place. Have a safe week. Thank you, and God bless.